0: everybody, what's up? It's Rob with the Active Mission Podcast, guys. Super thrilled that we finally got to this episode, but I will be the first to admit I screwed up my audio file. I said this is episode 12. It should be episode 11. I didn't get to my Batman review in time for the podcast, so I'm sorry for not getting to that for you guys. However, I will most likely end up putting it on my website here in the next couple days in the form of a blog post, so feel free to check that out if you have some free time and want to get the take nobody asked for, because I'm going to give it, but I'm excited to share that with you guys. That being said, guys, this is a very special episode, this is the one that I've been somewhat teasing for the past couple months, just with scheduling and sickness and COVID finally dying down, because I think we finally solved it, I hope, fingers crossed but I was able to interview my friends, the Chad and Trevor, Trevor Pentecost, my god, I can't talk, Jeez, sorry if you're listening to this, Chad and Trevor Pentecost, there you go, I got it, for uh, Sheepdog Music and their brewery they just started. I, uh, (laughs) it was funny, I recorded their interview and then a few hours later they were brewing beer in their garage, so I just hung out with them and Brewed beer with them all night. It was a ton of fun. I uh, learned a lot that night and had to wash all my clothes as a result today. So I'm looking forward to getting into the meat of this interview with you guys. We got into some really cool topics, a cool story about these two, how they started, what they did, how they find their creative outlet through everything. And guys, this is one of the best interviews I've heard. I've only i know i've only done one more on this podcast but of all the ones that i've listened to out of everything i've seen this you, you guys are in for a real treat today i'm super stoked to bring you my friends chad and driver pentecost so uh yeah without further ado let's go ahead and get into it
1: well we can't go back we don't know where to begin all the life down. we can't try making amends
0: All right, long last, I know it's been a while, guys, but we finally were able to get this scheduled. Super happy to bring this to you guys. We have Chad and Trevor Pentecost, and let's go ahead and just get right into it, guys. How are you doing?
2: Awesome. Doing great. Hey, thanks for having us, man. Very good to be here, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know we've known each other for a while, and I'll be the first to admit it. it took me about three years to realize... Your Chad and your Trevor. <laughs> Have you guys right. ever thought about like <laughs> I, I was thinking about this the other day. It'd be funny if there were new people coming around and you just confused the crap out of them. Like, no, you're Chad and you're
1: Trevor. It's true. Like, I mean, there was actually one time I was at church and somebody came up to me and was like, yo man, like I see you with your wife and kids, but last week you were with like a different like wife and kids. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, you know, man, that's actually my brother's yeah. wife and kids. And I was, I was just a sitting with ago, them yeah. and my wife and kids weren't there that Sunday. So it was like, it's just, you know, obviously it's got to get cleared up, but it's the kind of thing where every once in a while, like when you're meeting somebody, you have to like think like, have I already met this person this- or has my brother already met this person? <laughs> this conversation may have already happened with my twin brother. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. And so like, it's always one of those things where it's, cause you know how you can forget somebody that you've already met yeah for sure it just happens right so that happens to me sometimes and it but i'm also kind of like wait a minute maybe i wasn't the one that met this person maybe it's my brother so it's always it's always worth you know looking at that <laughs> no, i can imagine because i would just it would be funny i was thinking about this if you guys
0: like switched hats or shirts or something that same day came back people were like wait no now i'm really confused yeah we get that a <laughs> lot yeah. no but again i want to be the first to admit that and i think i finally got the hang of it so Doing good, man. Thank uh, thanks, thanks.
1: appreciate it. But yeah, man, we got we got a lot of memories too, Rob. No, Coming I know way what's back, saying. way back to walk in refrigerators. And- oh man, that's <laughs> a story for another time, guys. I'll Yeah. Uh, walk in
0: <laughs> sure. Holy crap, that's a PTSD I never got. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so cool. I uh, I wanted to bring you guys on because I know. Uh, there's been a lot of changes in all of our lives pretty much, but you guys have really stepped it up in the game of really creating something of your own. And for those of you listening to the podcast, that's kind of the the goal I want to portray here. You know, whether you're starting something or you're creating just a small little thing, it could be like, oh, I'm going to make a drawing on a piece of paper versus oh, I'm going to start a business. Like, these guys have done a ton in their lives. And I just wanted to ask you guys, recently you started uh, – Doing both music and uh, brewery but uh, which one did you start first going it was the music right
2: yep. yeah it's yeah. music it's yeah. kind of always been a part of our brotherhood mm-hmm. we go back I mean even just back when we were teenagers first picking up guitars and stuff it, stuff that our uh, dad had laying yeah. around the house we we'd definitely give
1: him a shout out for that yeah nice
2: and we definitely uh, kind of found our way individually in that for a season and then we were in and out of Different bands and projects together, but I think it's really in our uh, post college years that we kind of came together as hey, let's, you know, let's actually have something together, um, even if it's just us two. And I think that's been kind of picking up speed, and um, it's been just a very uh, enjoyable part to keep coming back to. And um, now that it seems like it's kind of gotten a little more serious, it's just even more enjoyable so
0: for sure because uh you named it sheepdog music that's right um so why why that name i know there's like multiple connotations to it and i know it's uh i've seen it used in some other contexts but not specifically what you guys do like i'm just curious what made you choose the name sheepdog
1: so um let me let me share about this a little bit so uh going back about six or seven years ago um that's when that name came onto our music, okay? So the way that that kicked off was uh, Chad was actually going into the army at that time and I was kind of exploring if that was gonna be something for me. I was reading a book called uh, On Combat by Dave Grossman and he talks about, in this, in this book, there's a section where he talks about how society can be broken up into three, three categories of, of individuals in a lot of ways there's sheep, there's wolves and there's sheep dogs, okay? And he goes and he explains that the that the sheep is the average like individual that's good natured just trying to do what they do peaceable. There's the wolf that is always trying to take advantage of the sheep if not harm the sheep. And then there's the sheep dog that is able to shepherd and look after the sheep and protect and fight uh The wolves as needed. So, um, I always, I like that concept because I think it's, 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 it's kind of an iconic symbol of what it's like to live, I think the right way, you know, that you're looking out for others' needs, you're protecting, you're serving, you're on mission. It's a shepherding kind of mentality. And, And our music honestly has a lot of that tone where our music isn't about like the typical kind of, uh, you know, things that a lot of musicians want to express. It's, it really is centered on like encouraging and inspiring people that are on mission or to seek a mission that God has for them in their life and to uh, to continue doing that mission. So uh, I think Sheet Dog is just that kind of symbol that resonates with us, at least. And we're both in the Army now, so right, right. Uh, we can definitely connect with that, too. So that's, that's a little bit of that. I don't know if you want to add anything more to that, Chad. No, that's, I think that about sums it up.
0: Yeah, for sure. Cause uh, I know you both had been writing songs for a while, but didn't yeah. really make this an official sort of venture until what, like maybe two, three years
1: ago. Officially, I mean, I don't know exactly how to describe how things get official, but like, we've been like playing little venues. Like we we specialize in playing unique, you know, uh, ambient melodic kind of rock style, indie folk kind of style in in unique settings. So we've been doing that for about three years, but. Our music, I mean, it goes way back, I mean, we just finished writing a song last night that I started writing when I was in high school, and I didn't even nice. really know the yeah. importance of that. just and, kind of dug it back up. Yeah, I kind of dug it back up because it was like, okay, like, you know, what's what about this has a good message that I want to, like, connect with people over, you know? So it's, you know, it's it's got a lot of history behind it, but official, yeah, I guess, you know, like three years, it's really been coming on the scene. Yeah, for sure, because I
0: know you guys have grown a ton of it, too, and I love getting to come over here. what you guys are coming up with. Yeah, that, thanks, man. That first concert you guys had out of Chad's garage, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, that was really cool getting to see, okay, so this is this is what they're about. This is what they're doing. And I think, uh, I, I know something that like resonates with me with your music is the, uh, let's go and stop right here. I'm going to check on my, I know you guys have this sense of community in your music, too, and that really mm-hmm. resonated with me the first time I heard multiple songs in a row. Because that's like you said, Trevor, there's a lot of music out now that doesn't really touch on that as yeah. much. It's really like, oh, this is what sells what people want to hear and then you have this sort of desensitized sense of, you know, what is what I'm creating and what I'm doing impact people. So mm-hmm. has that been a challenge for you guys from when you started? Because I, I can imagine, you know, music is super competitive as it is just to get anybody to even to listen to it. Yeah. But is that something that you see as a challenge or more of like an opportunity in impacting
1: what you do? Good I, question, man.
2: I would say at this point, because it really is just an art to us, mm-hmm. we're not really worried about kind of like an enterprising effort with it. It, it doesn't really feel like a challenge. I mean, maybe one day it might be if you um, brand and produce something that, you know, I imagine a producer that spends 50 million dollars on a film and realizes hey i I need to at least get this kind of box office number to be in the black on this thing is pretty stressed out until his goal is hit but uh, fortunately for us it's there hasn't really been any pressure of that kind and it's really just remained an art which is honestly if it if it grabs people and it resonates with them um, and and goes beyond what it is that's excellent if it doesn't and it's just art and just expression for that sake um that's very much worth it too because i'm fully rewarded by where it's at yeah we're
1: we're in a place where
2: not being dependent
1: on our music for livelihood has has helped us to be more creative because mm-hmm. th- i always say it that like when you're stressed it's hard to be creative and um so we're in a place right now where we're able to i think be very creative because there isn't stress about it Yeah, no. and You know like what chad was describing like we our goal is is to is to intercept somebody at that moment in their life with with a song that has a message that encourages them and inspires them to uh, pursue their mission and to continue their mission and to do what they're doing and it, it resonates back to like a lot of the ways that we've served too we were both college ministers for about 10 years uh serving in the army as well and and uh just really having a fun time getting to know you know you like Rob on our front porch and, and other guys yeah. too in our in our community of friends and in circle of friends and it's important to be able to connect with people and we all love those songs that we think back to like a moment in our life that really connected with us and encouraged us and you know and it's not always like a breakup song it's not always like <laughs> a song that has like you know the traditional heartache that yeah, people want to 90% of
0: songs that are heartbreak yeah like, oh, okay? it's <laughs> not that's
1: that's not some stuff that grips us. It's
2: got to I mean? be tough to relive that every time you have to perform that song. Right? <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> a imagine, high school yeah. girl that didn't work out yeah. or something. Like,
0: I'm just imagining like, imagine the most traumatic breakup becomes a number one hit song and yeah. Song of the Year at the Grammys. <laughs> You're yeah. like smiling through the pain because you know you just yeah. won a few million
1: bucks yeah. on the exactly. song. But <laughs> not us, you know? yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we try to be outside of that. The limitations of that I think are honestly a little stifling. It's mm-hmm. kind of speak to larger truths and larger concerns and sort of a, you know, a little bit more of a, you know, a, a global look at how, you know, there's a struggle, um, you know, between humanity and forces outside of us. And and also we have, you know, a little bit to say about that because we've lived through some of that. Yes. And so it's yeah. kind of almost still you know, in its own right, it's, it's very, uh, you know, therapeutic and, and just helpful to even just be able to do that, too, for yeah. my, own, my own sanity at times. You know, it's, it's release, you know. Right. So I think, too, like, the, back to your question, really good question. Like, there is, like, something to being said about, hey, if you want to serve people with, you know, your music or any other service you have, you do have to have a mindset of excellence about it so True, yeah it's right. not just enough to just you know we have a lot of things that we kind of keep in containers as like demo level demonstration levels, yeah stuff that's quality. literally been <laughs> recorded on cell phones yeah exactly <laughs> you know? and, and you it know we start somewhere the, the, yeah. the, the goal is to actually you know increase the the output of quality especially and revisit those things and we even view our own volumes of music as kind of containers that will can kinda indefinitely be filled. It's not necessarily Yeah, they're like collections. Yeah, not necessarily an album that is released and then it's done and it's something that was done in, you know, this year or whatever, but it's something that you can revisit over and over in that process of design almost in music of like, hey, I wanna I want to come back to this and improve it. Like that's why again you can find something that Trevor started writing in two thousand two or something and now suddenly has life on it. Yeah. Um that wasn't really possible back then because the experiences or the, or even some of the pragmatic stuff, like the ability to play what you want to play at that time, maybe just wasn't there. Right. Yeah. And I can understand technology
0: might have been a huge absolutely, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because these past 20 years, like I know I'm not like super old, but I remember being 2002, I was starting the first grade mm-hmm. and that's when I started really noticing, okay, there are definite like age groups and gaps of people with different experiences and uh, I'm really interested, Chad, in what you just said about the level of excellence. I know some mm. people look at that and interpret that as, oh, are you talking about the level of your craftsmanship? You're right. Or is it something that's more like, oh, the excellence I'm putting out is the heart behind what I'm doing. Yeah. Because you can argue that either one of those is a craft. Yeah. Because uh, like, going yeah. out meeting people, outreaching with people isn't just something you, I guess, gain expertise on overnight. Hmm. yes so yeah. reaching people through your music too and I really like that you you really base it around I'm allowed to be more creative because it's not my livelihood yeah and, you know too many times we have this idea that like oh I have to be doing this because I'm really passionate about it but there's like a passion there's a career there's what puts food on the table right, I yeah. know you two with families it's it's got to be more like I guess in a way it, is, do you think it's like easier or harder to prioritize your creative outlets with or without families because on one hand you have less time I guess to dedicate to it yeah. versus oh you know what I can't actually make this time because now I have this set in stone uh, I guess schedule for my life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean what's that like for you guys is that.
1: Yeah is I that mean to, if yeah. I could add a little bit to that, it's like <laughs> thinking about like my wife. I was, I was thinking about this when I was on my way over here. I was like, man, my wife kind of like married like a sampler platter. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're just she like... so different. She probably didn't realize like everything that she's getting into, like all the hobbies and interests and ways of like wanting to do things uh, along with her own interests and, and exciting things that she does and she's passionate about. But I think when you are primarily and predominantly focused on connecting with people and helping them, you can really make any passions that you have align towards that, towards that end. And, Mm -hmm. and it's not a, uh, it's not like a, you know, self-serving, you know, kind of endeavor anymore. It's like, Hey, like this is that, you know, for me, a lot of my music is like my devotion life, you know, it's like, some people journal a lot and yeah. I write songs, you know, like on our website, we have like 70 different songs and some of them I'm proud of them. Some of them I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, you know what, that, that worked for the time and the moment that it was in, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, you know, and th- yeah, again there's other things that we can talk about that we're, that we're getting into and everything of that obviously, but like, uh, when it's all like centered around like how can I connect with people more like you know we're starting this our brewery you know it's like we're starting up because like not because we're trying to make a living off of brewing but because we love people like you just want to connect with people over their interests and what they're doing so in that way it's easy for the family to be involved and connected and that's the goal too yeah. is that these these turn into like family uh, like a, a
2: family business well and they really know? are I mean, yeah beer has a way of bringing people together.
0: <laughs> yeah well that's the thing too because you guys just opened you know selling products from your brewery recently yeah so congrats on that that's awesome Thanks. somewhat
1: illegally yeah. no yeah. kidding I mean, we're working on our licensing and we're everything getting to like, like find our points. discretion and buy it totally <laughs> <illegal. Yeah. laughs> i'm not sponsored by the way <laughs> well
2: everything's on a donation basis so Really. yeah,
0: yeah. But no, I mean, you guys started that, wasn't it? Literally out of your garage, Chad. That that was like born, or is really
2: out of the closet. I'd say mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. where most homebrew kits out of the kitchen and the closet. You know, and you if just, there's a pantry, there's a closet. do you need bad. a need a dark place that's cool <laughs> to ferment, so you don't uh, irradiate your little gallon carboy first homebrew. <laughs> yeah, for sure, Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, a. It's pretty much a. A mustard seed beginning, if I would ever say, and now it it's leveled up to the garage. Um, <laughs> you know, yes. a substantial portion of it, really. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's kind of a full commitment, and uh, it's funny. I've had some guys that I'd show pictures to like, how are you convince your wife to give you the entire garage, and well, I, you know, simultaneously was uh, allocating a bunch of money for her to take care of things um, and do whatever she wanted. The other 90 percent of the home so yeah <laughs> so i think we kind of we got a, a good uh compromise there but yeah it's in the garage right now and hopefully not for many more years but pretty happy with having something of an operation in the garage for the foreseeable future
1: yeah and, and so we've been you know getting uh, friends together for like get- you know, get-togethers where we're doing like a like a growler or like growler exchange yeah, yeah. or a release party yeah. for like a batch of beer. You know, we, you know, a couple of times now we've we've brewed up you know forty gallons of beer and we've bottled those in growlers and torpedo kegs and things like that oh, and having nice. people over and having a good time and it's bringing people together that wouldn't normally be together yeah. anyways. It's like some of our church community, some of our friends, some of our neighbors, yeah. all coming together and having a good time, doing what doing what you know that helps you know cultivate the best which is people having a good time and sharing stories and encouraging each other and that's the kind of atmosphere we want to have it's not just like um you know it's not just meant to be like uh, like like rip it loose yeah of. anything like that yeah,
0: <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. no and i can appreciate about you guys too because i i can tell you took your time developing it you mm. know a lot of the struggle is oh just do it just get right into it make mistakes along the way it's like yeah, well, right. there's, there's a certain level of planning that goes into yeah, it yeah absolutely so i mean that's cool that uh through the brewery that you guys started you're bringing more and more people together too and being able to combine your music with that i think yeah. that's a solid a really solid thing you have going on for sort guys of, like, i don't know
2: what to call it it's not like it's sort of like the old monasteries like a little bit. you yeah. have like you know, these little pockets of like light in the middle ages where it's yeah. like just darkness. And, you know, you get this monastery, these monks are like, well, let's make cheese. Let's brew beer. Let's read and write and and make art and keep society intact in these little, um, time capsules until it's ready again yeah. to be, you know, uh, you know, like a Renaissance, you know, right. until there's like that Renaissance type rebirth. And I think that that's sort of like an inspiration for me is, viewing our homes almost as like little monasteries where um you know you can explore lots of these amazing creative things or even you know things that have real like family value to them yeah and because
1: we're, like what you're getting at it's like we, we're going for that complementary kind of engagement not a competitive one right because it's know, not like a,
0: it's not a i guess traditional business yeah. model if you call it that right because,
1: because yeah. so for example these get-togethers like our kids are running around and having a good time with other kids and in the neighborhood. It's not like, Oh, you know, you know, mom and dad and and they, you know, the adults are getting together and we're going to have a party, like go and go into the bedroom and like play with your puzzle for four hours. You know, no, it's like, (laughs) it's a very family friendly, inviting, fun, loving, you know, time to connect and, and uh, share stories and everything. And that's, that's the vision. We just always loved that. You know, we learned that a, a ton growing up from, from our dad and, we learned that also more so in like our church community. And, and um, so it's just something we always want to keep doing, you know?
0: That's really awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's been awesome having you with, alongside us in that, man. We've had yeah. some, we've it's shared true. a lot of great stories together alongside that, Rob, you know? That's true,
0: yeah. I, uh, I remember there was a while, probably started back in uh, 2020, about two years ago, where I'd see you like every Wednesday night, yep. and then more and more people started trickling in. I think Blockchain kind of there, but, gang that, yeah, too, I'm yeah. Man, I, it was funny when I first thought about one of the interview too. I'm like, man, there should really be like this blockchain gang episode. It would go on for hours. I uh, people were like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. I'll just have to say right here: if you guys want that, you have to pay extra for it. Because I don't think, <laughs> nice. I don't think that's gonna. <laughs> it's not gonna make the cut that I'm allowed to put in just one segment on <laughs> my uh, distributing platform that I use. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be uh, that's an idea. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Just a keep that in the back of mind everybody who's listening but uh (laughs) no I I think that's really really awesome I really you know I'm happy that you guys like to consider it family friendly yes Uh, you know there are so many businesses that like or not even just businesses but a lot of ventures that are like oh well family doesn't really I guess it's kind of up to them I'm not responsible for how they you know take something or and especially in music too I was just thinking about this as you were sharing that there are a bunch of these big music artists right now who are putting out very explicit kind of content which I guess everybody's definition of that is different Yeah. but they're saying things on live TV like oh well I'm not responsible for your kids listening to this music right, or yeah. I'm not responsible for Having a bad influence even though I know what I'm doing yeah you know, my music yeah. isn't for them yeah. then why are your kids listening to it we'll tell your kids not to do it it's like well right what's the balance there I you know yeah because even depending on how big you guys plan on growing this if it ends up being yeah. big on its own great if not like hey you guys still have this to call your own and that's really cool yeah is that something that I guess probably Have you guys given any thought about that? Because I'm just curious if anybody's ever approached you like, oh, well, you have this music and you have this beer. Beer is not kid-friendly.
1: Right. Yeah. Good question.
0: Yeah. Is there any, like, have you guys gotten any feedback on any of that yet? I'm just kind of curious if people have said anything.
1: Yeah. Do you want to say anything to that? I mean, there's a lot of things that aren't necessarily kid-friendly, but when they're done responsibly, I mean, I wouldn't say, you know, you know there's there's a lot of things that could a lot of examples we could talk about like oh, that's not necessarily kid-friendly especially if it's just kids doing that <laughs> you know if like you're gonna go out to the desert and shoot firearms at like you know some targets or something like that it's like that might not be kid-friendly but it, when it's done in a responsible way and and everything like that it's like hey this is this could actually be a really fun wholesome thing now obviously like you know no kid should ever be drinking alcohol or anything of like that but um but to for kids to see their parents coming together with other parents and having a good time and sharing stories and connecting over things, that's a very healthy thing, I think, for kids to see and witness. It really builds a lot of trust and, and everything. I remember seeing my dad interacting with other adults and being like, man, that's awesome. That's my dad right there. Like, yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's a good thing. you know. And he would invite us to like shows and concerts he was playing, and, mm-hmm. and it was just great to see him in a new light and in a way that other people respected him and looked up to him and you know you can't bring your kids to a bar you know what i mean at like 10 o'clock at night but you can you know you can easily have your kids hanging out you know at your neighbor's house open garage hanging out playing music sharing a new you know brew that was made having a blast doing their thing and so i think it's it's it really is like uh i think it's very approachable you know
2: absolutely
0: no that's uh that's great so um Another reason bringing you guys on to the show is uh, I call it the Active Mission Podcast. Ooh, I, nice! Uh, yeah. I realized because I was I was I was really struggling finding a name for it, and I realized that coming up with this, the acronym for it is AMP.
2: Nice, I like like man. And I, I didn't think about that, so yeah, I'm, I saw that on your on the uh, the logo that popped up on I think it's Spotify, man. Yeah,
1: probably. And yeah. honestly, I love that, man. That is that's awesome.
0: Well, because I. There are so many different names for what I wanted to call it, but it was either already taken or just didn't really fit Yeah, what I was looking for and it didn't ring well. But I like that this is called AMP because now I can... I, I thought of that as like, oh, hey, we're amplifying what we're doing Yes. and promoting and sharing and actually trying to make a difference in whatever scale we can. Yeah. So for you guys, I know you two have been very faithful with everything you've had and you've been pretty active in your own missions respectively for a while. Come on. You know me better than that, Rob. Yeah. Come on. Um, yeah. It's like, now the next question is, uh, how old are you guys? I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's like, I can imagine what is it? Like once you hit the age of 30, if you're out on campus evangelizing the people, they're just like, Oh man, how old are these guys? I'm a scared. <laughs> Yeah, that happened to one of my friends once, but no, actually the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing I wanted to uh, ask you guys, or to kind of wrap this up, and we can kind of go from there, just to just see what this conversation takes us for a while, is uh, what does living an active mission mean to you? Like, there's active, and then there's inactive. You could just be passive about things in your life, or you could be actively pursuing greater things in your lives. So, I guess along with sheepdog music and the brewery and your own careers and families what does that mean for you guys being active on vision
1: it's good yeah it's good stuff do you want to start Chad um I think
2: I want to ponder that for a minute
1: yeah so like one thing I was thinking about with this was um you know it's like kind of going back to that like sheepdog theme right Mm -hmm. that there's people all around us every day that need encouragement or, um, you know, uh, somebody to slow down with them and, and connect over what's going on in their lives and things like that. And so I think it's like when you, it's, it's like for us, since we have kids and and we're married and everything that, you know, that mission starts as soon as we wake up and, and Mm -hmm. there's, you know, you know, that Right in front of us, but also just walking out the front door or doing like your conference calls at work or doing your Teams meetings or whatever it is that you're doing at work, where it's like, okay, how, how, what's, what's something special that this person can remember in this interaction with me that might be something that is different than what they're, you know, they might have, you know, otherwise. So, you know, it's kind of that constant mindset of like, this this person like me probably needs encouragement daily, and needs, uh, you know, somebody to connect with over you know common interests, but also just over things stresses and everything in, in life. You mm-hmm. know, so continually having that at the front of the mind, I think, really helps to uh, make you more intentional and um, like focused on actually trying to impart something, or you know, uh, have have a meaningful connection with somebody rather than just kind of like small talk or superficial type stuff. You know what I mean? A lot of people really do want to talk about deeper, more important things. They just don't know how to start that conversation. So if you can start that conversation, then it could really be life-changing for them. For sure. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and I can imagine it probably takes some time to really gauge where different people are at. Yeah. Since I know you two have been at it for a while, too, I can tell that just from all the stories I've even heard, like with people who have connected with you guys and talked, like, man, these two are guys I know who are – deeply caring and understanding towards others
2: well, that's and that's also that's, that's not a skill set that you just yes. learn
0: right you just have to kind of get into it start from where you're yeah. at and just go yeah the anybody more get to anybody them. can do that right
1: right you, you can know, start anywhere that's sick. it's like something i've kind of had to learn about my life is people probably aren't as concerned about my the way i'm coming across as much as how they're coming across right we're naturally more concerned about how am i doing Versus how is somebody else doing, and when we can get when we can get over that and be like, hey, you know, I'm not going to be self-conscious or self-centered right now. I'm actually going to be others-focused. I think, you know, that breaks that ice and turns things into like a a a deeper dynamic versus like a superficial one. You know what I mean? So right, because it's not
0: all about us trying to like, oh, I'm crossing off these know check marks that oh i connected with so and so or oh i was able to reach this person by doing xyz it's more like i genuinely care about this person because the more about it the more about whatever i'm saying comes across other people the more easy they can pick up on okay this person probably getting a little insecure talking about themselves yeah, a little bit yeah. and yeah. that totally. creates a weird barrier and i know i've yeah. I've fallen into that before when yeah, i was younger me too man yeah. and it's like I just want to say like I, I find it really disheartening when people get discouraged from that yeah. and I know i yeah. sure share with you guys like discouraged me a little bit in the past but as of recently it's been one of those things I'm learning and growing into and yeah. I couldn't have done that without you guys either
2: well you're you know probably like us you're going to look back you know five ten years from now and in a lot of ways not even recognized you know yeah. yourself and, and that's actually a good thing you know because um, you're changing for the better and I think I would probably answer that with maybe like a a story example so like in my neighborhood um we do uh we we have a pretty good neighborhood community i feel like there's lots of people know each other and you know out and about and so one of the guys i get to know um we just kind of were talking shared military experience and stuff and he uh he's actually from ukraine he grew up there and he's got family there and so i knew that you know when this whole you know crisis uh popped off and it was something that was kind of in the back of my mind like man i wonder how he's doing um and it's something that's really deeply impacting him and um, stirs a lot of emotion there's a lot of uh you know at stake for him in this and and because of you know I, i'm I'm learning and obviously you can ask my wife how I'm doing with it, but I'm learning to become more empathetic and, um, that's something that, you know, stirs me and strikes me now and it makes it so it's, you know, there's a, there's a little bit of a brotherhood, even in our street, you know, Mm -hmm. some guys kind of, um, keeping up with it and, and, uh, sharing updates and stuff. I'm actually on a thread with a couple of these guys and we kind of share, um, you know, some, some sort of, you know, military humor. Some of it is more serious and genuine updates and concerns. And I think it's just a way of kind of processing and dealing and, you know, the whole gambit of emotions that come with the human, you know, processing, you know, humor or um, dealing with anger or whatever it is, the frustrations of this all. Um, but I think having your head on a swivel in whatever platform or sphere, whatever you want to call it. And seeing there's a need around you all the time uh, it's not something that's hard to discover uh, I think you know I, I try to think about that verse a lot of to whom much is given much is required yeah and it's not it's just good. not just money or, or possessions it's things like if you've been given a lot of influence and a lot of um, spheres of influence or whatever it is that you're part of then a lot is required of you to, to look after people and i think that'd be my message to people is take care of each other yeah you know yep. see each other as um not as enemies that can become friends but as fellow humans that need each other and can really bless each other and help each other yeah and there's an enormous capacity especially i think as you know blessed americans typically are to do that right away absolutely without really hardly much personal sacrifice of your own needs and so right. i think that that's one thing that i found is even just being able to go down to his house and you know watch half a game with him and hang out with him and you know i think you know in some ways it just is like two guys hanging out and in other ways it's you know, it's just sort of um helping you know as an outlet that we then don't push on to other people to try to get that need met you know so mm-hmm. I think that's an important part of the you know being able to see and what areas am I involved in you know for me that might be uh, you know architecture military music or whatever it is I'm doing brewing church stuff and family stuff like all that good stuff that's like those are great areas but being active and going okay where's the need today mm-hmm. it's probably gonna be unique but then there's also these ongoing needs, too, of, like, um, you know, my my kids, you know, they're going to need affection and cultivate memories, and they're going to need discipline. They're going to need um, instruction that really is best coming from their mother and father. Um, and there's an ongoing need for that. But then there's some sometimes these suddenly needs, too, that show up, um, you know, in your day-to-day that, you can actually be engaging on right away. And it's it's fun to share those stories, too, and have them. And, and even people will start to view their worlds that way, too. Um, like a neighbor that we have, kind of, like, becoming much more engaged and um, a lot more uh, friendly to the neighborhood and stuff and seeing the opportunities that maybe were there for a while that they just need a little bit of inspiration, perhaps. So yeah. Oh,
0: nice. No, that's cool, because uh, I know... I'm, I'm speaking for myself here, but I think I can safely say that being a part of that next generation of I'm transitioning into a more adult part of my life, Yeah, coming up here, uh, I can feel it in my back already, maybe 25 in two but <laughs> I'm, I'm not emotionally ready for that. Oh, man, you uh, don't look a day over 24. So. You know what? I appreciate the heart behind that, but the, uh, we'll talk later. Yeah. Not no, the really truth, really but the heart guy. behind yeah. it. Exactly, right. <laughs> But it's awesome, man. I know for younger generations too, there's a lot of that influence we were talking about. I, I can see why it would be difficult. You know, some of the people these kids look up to are very self-inward focused and kind of project that onto other people. I, I noticed this from influencers all over the place. You know, I made the mistake of downloading the app TikTok just for fun. And I'm watching <laughs> what's yeah. happening on it. And yeah. I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm so glad that I deleted Facebook a while ago too because a lot of this is just yeah. there's so much focus on self out there yeah and it's but
1: that's the that's the hard thing sometimes too is that by you trying to help promote something that helps people yeah it can there can also be that subtle kind of thought of like well this is really about you or you're trying to promote yourself and it's like you know what man like we have to put that to rest absolutely and we have to be want to be like no you know what like this is good like believe this is helpful it it would have been helpful to me or it is helpful for me so it can be helpful for somebody else and um and it's it's not just about me do i get to be a part of the show and is right. it do i get to be part like of the story great, absolutely me, yeah. you know what i mean and that's part of the adventure i think god wants that for all of us you know for sure so it's hmm. like why i created this whole thing you know it is
0: something i'm hosting and yeah. created, but it's Great not job, about man. me yeah. doing oh thanks man. yeah man it's Dude. good stuff hey so subtle plug five star review this episode please we need it no, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding we're but here to
2: boost it, your ratings yeah, yeah absolutely that was whole point. give the people yeah. what they want yeah <laughs>
0: for sure but uh yeah no that's that's a really cool uh really cool thing and just i know i hope whoever's listening to this who is on that younger side of her is just trying to all figure it out now can hopefully come across something like this or even this show for example and think like, wow, you know, it doesn't matter how big my reach is, the level of impact is in my control and I can I can do the same amount of like what you guys are doing, sharing with your neighbors, family, friends at our church community too, versus, oh, I can have ten million followers on Instagram. But the yeah. level of impact you can have really just depends on you and the action you want yeah. to take. And I yeah. think that speaks volumes to not only what you guys are doing, but to really just anyone out there trying to figure it all out because uh it's hard when you have to feel like you have to figure out everything alone Mm -hmm. which is why you know i know you two, being older your husbands your dads you have kids wives you have people in your life that you care for and take care of and you still find it in your hearts to have that impact and actively pursue helping other people including your families, so that that speaks volumes to you guys, too. Yeah, and I
1: mean, somebody did that for us, you know what I mean? So, um, we're, you know, it was paid forward, and we want to keep that going, and, and, uh, and you know, that's our encouragement, is just that other people would continue to do that for each other. Like, I was at the airport the other day. uh, I was coming in from a trip in uh, San Diego, and there was this young little couple on the plane that, they just kind of seemed a little you know like new and and they they had this like 9 month old baby with them and this thing was dressed like this little kid was dressed like just ready for a winter storm you know oh, man. and uh, and i was like all, I was just rolling like, rolling down the i was like man the sidewalk. last the last time i seen that was like on the the news where these little kids are dressed like this as they're like you know leaving Ukraine and stuff like that yeah and yeah. so I actually had the thought I was like man I actually wonder if these guys are from Ukraine so we got off the airplane and I went up to them and I was like hey are you guys like new here and and in broken English and broken Russian they were sharing like yeah we're from Ukraine like we're trying to figure out you know what to do and wow. obviously they just they just are we're fresh fresh out of a war zone and it it was a you know they they just kind of had that look of like oh my gosh like our lives are just changing dramatically right now so um it was one of those moments where I was kind of caught off guard because I wasn't thinking very missionally in that moment where I was like okay what would I do if I met somebody that was a refugee how would I impart to them how would I encourage them how would I practically help them you know would i buy them a meal would i help direct them in that moment i, I did the best i could i, I wish there's obviously a lot of thoughts of how i wish i could have done better but i just like help them connect with their connecting flight they were going to oregon and um but it's it's one of those things where it's like i walked away like going like okay i kind of helped them but i really wish i had a better plan that mm-hmm. i felt resolved because i feel like maybe i could have walked them to you know, the burger place that's charging $30 a burger inside the airport and, and bought them some ham. And b- bought some cheap. Some dinner. You, do, you know what I mean? Like, because it's like, it's, it's like that that's part of what their shell shock is going to be a little bit. Is like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like I, now I'm about to throw a $100 down to feed my family at three in middle of an airport. And it's like, you know, so I wish I would have yeah. been on top of that, you know? Um, so I just think it's like continually thinking and having a plan of like, okay, who, who can I connect with? and how can I help them um is something that everybody can do man every lesson you learn is one you can teach right and we all we've all had to learn some tough lessons I know that you've been through a lot yourself Rob and Mm -hmm. I admire you for that man and here you are you know and you're starting this and and uh you know definitely respect that a ton well thanks man yeah Yeah. I mean
0: seriously I just I can't thank you guys enough for um doing this interview with me I uh I know a lot of people are going to be touched by what you guys shared and uh, I hope that your guys' story, how you guys are coming up and what you're doing, uh, reaches out to more people because I'd love to see that sphere of influence, whatever that ends up being, continuing to grow, whether it's like you two, me, us three, whoever, like I think there's a pretty good universal message in here about what it means to be actively pursuing something in your life greater than yourself. So. that's awesome that's,
1: awesome. that's yeah. good it'd be like great it. to come back man. Yeah. yeah it'd be funny if like we come back in a couple of years and it's like we're into rocketeering now, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't really uh, a bunker out back. Before. Those <laughs> brew kettles make really
2: good rock bodies, fuselages. <laughs> so what you're telling me is that your beard does not steel beams. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's cold gold, well, baby. Yeah, subtle plug
0: for uh, Sheet Dog Brewery. I'll put their links for their websites and stuff in the description for the episode, so you guys can check out what they're up to and get a more detailed experience. Yeah, of and it's all, all the work
1: in progress, so... Yeah low expectations but hopefully a better <laughs> outcome so
0: let's just say there is a website they have stopped using carrier pigeons I'm so <laughs> about smoke signals? Yeah. yeah i can see all the way in gilbert just it's oh. really
2: hard to say free beer from 1150 to 1152 with a smoke signal that's true <laughs> yeah you got to move that blanket around like quick too. yeah, yeah. But, uh, the angles are just I, I keep getting it wrong i can't i'm trying to say pm and it keeps coming out am <laughs> so. Get all these people at noon showing up at your house. So, oh, man, where's the, uh, where's the beer? It's like, it's a little early for you to come into my house.
0: It's 5 o'clock somewhere, man. Yeah, true. Okay, cool. Well, that's uh, that pretty much wraps it up. Thank you guys for coming. I Thank really you. appreciated talking you. This is fun. Yeah, absolutely, Thank you man. very much. Thanks a ton. Yes, sir. And- wow, what a truly great time, guys. That was... Such a fun interview. I'm so glad for those of you who stayed to listen to it, thank you. Uh, for those of you who didn't, you know, I hope you repent for your sins and go back and re listen to it because it is just that good, guys. A um, couple of things I wanted to share while I'm closing this out for you guys. Um, again, I'll be posting my Batman review on my website in the next couple of days here. There will be some announcement for it, I'm sure, but just stay tuned for that. I'm really. Really excited to get that going. And uh, you can actually find some... If you really liked the interview and you liked what my friends Chad and Trevor were saying about... (laughs) I almost did it again. It's like Trad and Trevor, but it's actually Chad and Trevor. Guys, not only did I confuse your name those first couple years, but, you know, here we go. (laughs) Um, You can actually find my friends at sheepdogmusic.org. If you want to listen to some of their music, I'm actually going to go ahead and demo one of their songs uh, for you guys. I'll post a little clip or something with their permission, just finalizing some of that. And you guys can give that a listen or just go ahead, yeah, follow that link, sheepdogmusic.org. And yeah, they have links and other social medias to go ahead and take you to their brewery and get you going there if you know them in person or you have the opportunity to visit them definitely try their beer it tastes fantastic it's gone through some trial and errors but like everything you know the more practice you get at it the better you get and uh yeah that pretty much wraps up this episode if you guys want more uh, go back uh, listen to more episodes I'll be posting more in the future too oh you know what that's what I forgot to share with you guys so Over the past couple months, I've been getting some great mentorship and some great feedback about this podcast, and a lot of it from you guys, so thanks again for sending that in. I'm actually going to be taking the next couple weeks off, I know, I took some time off earlier, but I'm doing it again, to do some rebranding and some new design work. I'm going to be launching some marketing campaigns for it, and just putting a ton of new stuff out there. I think I finally centered on a logo that I like, that I'm going to finalize make look super nice and just put it out there Uh, it is going to take a couple weeks of my time and i'm going to have some real hectic crazy life stuff happening so this episode is actually going to wrap up my first season of the podcast guys yeah i'm going to be starting season two if i'm looking at my calendar we'll be coming back up march 28th the start of season two for this show guys we're going to get more into nitty-gritty with some more interviews we're going to go ahead and share some more stories. I'm going to share some more insights from what I'm learning. And we're going to go ahead and just get this party, keep this party going. I, I'm having a ton of fun doing this, and I'm so glad you guys are enjoying this. Because really, I do it for you. So, thanks again for your guys' continued love and support. Uh, again, in Spotify, if you have the link, I'll also put it in the show description. I am accepting donations for the show completely optional you can donate for as little as a dollar a month either way guys i'm looking forward to it and i hope wherever you're at this week or what you're doing i hope you're able to find some joy and some creative outlet in what you're doing because guess what you don't have to be an artist to create something guys you're capable just as you are so with that uh, i just want to encourage you guys you know have a fantastic rest of your week and we'll go from there you all have A really good time, and I'll see you at the end of this month.